I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is a bonus episode of News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to another bonus episode of News Du Jour. Today, we're going to talk about something that seems totally random, but it's actually one of my favorite topics. Most people in my life can attest I have, like, tried to bribe them to watch this movie. But basically, there's a documentary about corals that really, really inspired me back when I was sick sometime around 2017. I was stuck in bed for a prolonged period of time and just felt like I wanted to better myself during that time. And so I watched a ton of random documentaries on Netflix that were free and none of them struck me as much as this one. I feel like this was just so well done and really got to the point. And it makes sense because the people making it were advertisers. So they were able to kind of package a very serious topic um, into a more interesting format and beautiful, you know, imagery. So anyway, I'm really excited about the movie Chasing Coral. I hope you guys will go watch it. Again, it's free to watch on Netflix. But um, without further ado, I'm going to tell you more about the coral today. So hopefully it'll pique your interest to dive into that movie because the visuals are incredible. And, you know, as much as I would love to translate those visuals over the podcast, there's just no way of doing it, um, especially with something as stunning as coral. So without further ado, let's get into it. Strike! Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Steerai! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out and on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. So coral and climate change in general have a marketing problem. It's really hard for the average person to understand. Scientists by nature are not usually marketers. They love the details and the facts, not the feelings. In the last 30 years, we have lost 50% of the world's coral. 50%. That is half of them dead only in the past 30 years that's like half my parents lifetimes is this a natural cycle absolutely not this is a disaster that is directly attributed to climate change how why and why does this matter don't worry i'm gonna cover all of that but let's start with the basics what are corals 
Okay, so they're an animal covered in polyps. One scientist, a coral reef biologist named Ruth Gates, described them as, quote, having us all fooled and being, quote, really sophisticated in a quiet way. Polyps that cover corals are really like little mouths surrounded by tentacles. There are tons of species of corals, and they take on varied shapes, sizes, and colors. Some just look almost like big rocks and are somewhat plain, while others are vibrant and elaborate structures resembling lace or plateaus or tree branches. They come in every hue imaginable, from mint green to tomato red to baby pink to neon yellow and so on. They are so colossal and often colorful that they can be seen from outer space. Corals have little stingers they use to catch prey. They have been known to eat jellyfish, but mostly consist on tiny animals that hang in the water called zooplankton. Corals do not have a life expectancy. They can really live on forever as long as conditions stay consistent for them. They can live on and on and are truly ancient. According to the Global Reef Project, corals are thought to have been alive as far back as 500 million years ago. Corals are known for sort of growing skeleton on skeleton and building and building almost like a skyscraper on top of themselves to reach outward and upward and so on. Their ability to keep growing and growing and building and building on themselves is one of the most stunningly beautiful things about corals. They are the city where all the neighborhood characters live. They are the network of trees and vines and plants in the jungle. Without them, what is the jungle? Without coral, what is the coral reef? So let's talk about plant versus animal. So wait, I thought corals were more like flowers or plants. Are they not? So no, they are actually an animal. Even though they do share some characteristics with both plants, photosynthesis, and insects, an exoskeleton, they are actually considered animals because they capture, eat, and digest prey. They actually have both female and male polyps that blow out eggs or sperm, respectively. The corals then reproduce without the act of sex. The new corals can then spread out into the ocean, and these individual corals will then attach to each other, creating what's called a colony of corals that work together. Colonies make up a reef, and reefs, well, the reefs are dying. So, why does this matter? Let's get into that. Corals are what's known as a foundation species. So what does that mean? It means there are tons of life forms that depend on them. Crabs, hundreds if not thousands of species of fish, Sharks, turtles, jellyfish, eels, shrimp, anemones, and that's just to name a few. Countless other species are reliant on or benefit directly from coral, including humans. Humans who live near the sea and sustain themselves on seafood, either for their livelihood or nourishment or both, often benefit from this diverse ecosystem that corals orchestrate. According to Richard Ververs from the Ocean Agency, quote, 
something like 25% of all marine life depends on coral reefs. According to Mark Aiken of the NOAA Coral Reef Watch, approximately, quote, half a billion people rely on coral reefs as a main source of food, end quote. Cultures, nourishment, and economies around the world are reliant on healthy coral reefs. And actually, a lot of medications are made from things that come from the sea, including two new drugs that fight cancer. Additionally, coral reefs often provide a type of barrier that protects the shores from big waves and cyclones. They're better than any barriers that humans can make because, as we mentioned, corals are constantly growing and rebuilding. We just don't have the capacity to do that at the rate that they do. So why specifically are they dying? Like, we know, we know. Climate change is responsible for this, but like, what exactly is causing them to die? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Raising the temperature by two degrees Celsius. Two degrees. I know we all hear stats on how the planet is getting warmer and are like, eye roll. Who cares if it's like five degrees warmer outside, you know? But it isn't about us humans experiencing a warmer temperature outside. We will also experience colder temperatures in some areas, and global warming actually causes a lot of crazy effects that aren't simply to do with warming. Simply warming the ocean by 2 degrees Celsius has caused 50% of the world's corals to die, just those 2 degrees, which, as we discussed, is going to continue and have really horrible consequences. It's kind of like a moving train. We're already on this ride and it's continuing to move unless we hit the brakes. It's not going to stop all on its own. Here's a good metaphor. Think about your body. If the temperature in your body was raising by two degrees here, three degrees there, over a long period of time, that would be fatal. But would you die of that fever specifically? No, it would cause other problems in your body. That's just like the planet, warming and warming and warming and warming. That's going to have a lot of side effects that will make life harder both for humans and for all living things to inhabit our Earth. I could go on and on about natural disasters, disease, and other extreme effects of climate change. But that's a topic for another day, because today we're just taking a closer look at corals. So what happens to a coral as it dies? Well, it's a three-step process. First, it turns white. This is a type of stress response, kind of like how humans get pale when they're sick, but the corals turn stark white. And then secondly, the surface will become slimy and fuzzy, kind of like if you left a veggie in water to rot. It kind of looks like a slippery algae glaze is growing all over it. And then lastly, the corals will turn bright neon. This is essentially them glowing underwater. And this is the coral screaming for help. They call this process fluorescing, and it can be seen from way, way high above, like in a plane. Again, it's like the coral calling out for help, 
screaming for attention. It's dying. A great film to watch on the subject, again, is Chasing Coral by Netflix. It's where a British advertising guru attempts to hijack the issue of climate change, essentially to give it a makeover. He says at the start of the film, quote, these photos are meant for scientific purposes. They don't capture you instantly without explanation. A lot of scientists I've met have gotten really depressed about this issue. Whereas I've had the experience to do 10 years in advertising where you believe any problem can be solved in a ridiculously short period of time. You've just got to do a bit of creative thinking, end quote. He then dives deep into the subject of coral from a scientific standpoint. So he can then use his great advertising skills to help the cause by breaking down the issue into a more digestible, captivating story to grab attention and translate the urgency of this issue. So in the movie, their team was struggling to develop the technology to capture the bleaching of the reefs with a permanent time-lapse camera. So they decided because of the urgency, they needed to manually dive down and take video footage themselves. This caused them to spend 40 plus hours a week underwater, planting the cameras in just the right spot at the perfect angle with the perfect focus in order to capture the bleaching of these coral reefs. And they were actually kind of like these nerdy coral superheroes. It was really cool. And again, the bleaching of the corals is just that first step in their process of dying. At one reef, they were diving off a floating restaurant and they said it was heart-wrenching to surface every day with this packed restaurant right on the water to see all of these drunken humans kind of stumbling around, blaring, thumping music, seemingly oblivious to the fact that a historic tragedy is occurring mere feet away from them. The team expressed that they could not have foreseen the emotional toll that watching these corals die would take on them. The young man who takes the lead in the film of filming the corals, Zach Rago, says, quote, I thought we would find bleaching. I thought we would capture it, but I don't think I ever prepared myself or thought we were going to see this, end quote. They were driven to help educate their fellow humans on this disaster and help gain traction against climate change. So I know, I know you guys, this is not a fun topic, but for, unfortunately, what's happening is real. Are there things you can do to help? Only about a million and one. So let's start with a few manageable ones. You can drive your car less, walk, ride your bike, ride trains as much as you can. Turn off your lights and air conditioning as much as possible. Note how many single-use plastic items are in your household and try to reduce that number. Try to reduce the number of toxic chemicals in your home, like batteries even. Compost. Eat vegan or vegetarian where possible because the meat industry is actually extremely rough on our environment. In that same line of thinking, buy less clothing, shop vintage or used clothing 
do a clothing swap or use rental services like the library OKC or Bad Granny's Vintage Bazaar for my Oklahoma listeners. Recycle all paper, plastic, metal, cardboard items. Use or reuse these things wherever you can. Plant things. Grow your garden. Get better educated. Go watch the free documentaries online and listen to other podcasts on the subject. Educate friends, family, and colleagues about this crisis. Help open the eyes of children and change makers. Challenge yourself to take your home one step further than where it was. This isn't going to happen overnight, but opening your eyes is the first step. Thank you guys so much for listening and learning about the corals with me. Please, please go online and take a peek at the glorious, colorful, sophisticated animal that we are losing on this planet. Check out Chasing Corals documentary and their time-lapse videos. Share them on your social media and share this podcast episode so that we can spread the word. And that's the news about corals. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement. And that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News to Show. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.